We're already on to week two of hot best ball summer, and <laughs> the market is moving like crazy. The rookies are already – we didn't have to wait until June, July, August to get the wide receiver run and the rookie run and the young player run, but it's already happened in the first week, in the first in the first few days. So we're going to talk a little bit uh, about the ADP moves already, maybe what some of that means for drafts right now, obviously – and drafts for the rest of the summer. And then obviously, what you're here for, we're going to hop into a BBM draft. Let's do it. Silas says he's dealing with uh, some fun Florida weather. It is, uh, it's, it's finally nice weather here for us. It's like uh, upper seventies, <laughs> low eighties. It's been literally cold as shit for for weeks, and uh, we finally have some nice weather. But I guess you're you're getting the opposite end. Yeah, well, I mean, I'm I'm I live in New Hampshire, so you know, got my in laws are down here. Came down here for a couple weeks. We're down here for ten days. I got, you. Um, but. Yeah, one this this weekend in New Hampshire, it's supposed to be eighty. By the time I back, I'm back, it's supposed to be ninety. So you know, I kind of skipped springtime. It's been <laughs> fifty five. It's been fifty five degrees every day. I'm walking the dog. I'm like, God damn it! You know, I don't even get that nice seventy degree air. I know, I know, I know. Bullshit. It's awful. That's exactly the, that's exactly what hap- what happened here. And it it's it like the, literally we're supposed to have at least like I just want like that one nice month where I can comfortably go outside like sit outside and, and all that. And it was instantly gone. We sat outside for mother's day for a little while yesterday and it was it already, it was useless. I'm sweating my ass off and, yeah. and it was awful. So um, real quick before, just for a few minutes before we hop into um, a draft, I think it is kind of important. And we'll talk about this obviously throughout the entire off season, but like within the first week, right. You know, the contests have to open with some form of an ADP and it's naturally going to be stale uh, in some, some form or fashion, like on drafters, it was a little less stale on a lot of the guys. The rookies were obviously the the big ones that moved a ton over there on underdog. It was kind of, it was definitely the rookies that moved the most, but it was a, like, you know, chiefs moved like crazy Packers moved like crazy yep. and everything. But what was, was there anything that just like really truly stuck out to you in the first, that like first week and how these gigantic shifts we've had? I mean, definitely the running backs, right? So those round two, round three running backs, some the first day, you know, they were priced definitely inefficiently. You could get Mm -hmm. Lenny in the 50s, uh, Connor in the 80s, 90s. I mean, that's starting to pick back up. And, you know, we'll start to see those high T drafters, you know, drafting (laughs) and getting them into probably that early to mid second round. So, you know, things are probably starting to move in that direction. Wide receivers I've seen naturally just kind of falling. Um, And... But it's kind of natural. Um, it, it makes sense because right now those handcuffs in those later rounds, it, running back is very barren very quickly um, from what I've seen. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, definitely the rookies are going up. I don't really love that. Um, you know, they're definitely yeah. shine, they're shiny new toys um, where everybody's going to be drafting them, and I'll probably stay off them and try and get my ownership later on. Um, 
but yeah, it's, it, it's all kind of chaotic. Even, you know, we did one last week. I would still put it in that category where, you know, go get your guys. Don't, don't care about ADP. It's still, still relatively inefficient. Um, I mean, it's what, three, 4% now filled. Yeah. Um, but it, it's, everything is going to continue as more content comes up. Things are going to change pretty rapidly. Yeah, definitely. And that's one thing, like it probably doesn't need to be said, but like, you know, we have the joke, right. That's like from the first few days, some of the drafts, right. Like, uh, Paul, Paul mentions in the chat, like Sky Moore's ADP is 87 now. Like he was, he had no ADP when underdog opened, right. Because of just how, how, um, how it worked when they launched the contest. So like, you know, if you were in a sharp draft, he obviously wasn't going in the last round, but like I happened to get one random team with Sky Moore in the 18th round. It's like, it's, it's easy to joke where it's like, Oh, the winning team was already, you know, drafted on day <laughs> one, but like that, you know, that, that is obviously not true and, and doesn't matter with so few teams have been drafted and the chances that any of them are actually going to end up in the final, you know, is so, is so minimal that it's, it's really not, it's really not a big deal. However, to your point, kind of about the rookie thing, that was, I guess the main thing I really wanted to touch on before we dove into to a draft is that's the big change that we've seen. Obviously like the chiefs, mainly the chiefs, the Packers is not even quite as much, but the chiefs and rookies are the ones that have risen up the most. And, it's going to be something that I think we really have to like balance, you know, Mm -hmm. like even last year we could just like, you could really just like default to the young guy or the rookie, like almost whenever, obviously you don't want to draft 18 rookies, but you know, later in drafts, right. Just, just, you can take the young guy. The market has figured that out. Like I'm not saying everybody is priced efficiently, but like (laughs) sky more sky more could not play for the chiefs. Like there, this is not like, there's no certainty that he's even out there to start, you know, like to start games. At least Amon Ra was starting, you know, he wasn't awesome, but he was like, we don't know what's going to go on with these guys, but the market is smartly, you know, seeing the upside of the young players. So I think that's going to be the thing over the next couple of months that we have to balance. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, obviously I see the upside with all these young guys, mainly the rookies too, but like, we can't chase all these guys up the board, right? Cause that's how you run into Absolutely. LaVisca. That's how you run into Brandon Ayuk. You're chasing chase, but like there also doesn't have to be a chase. Like Jamar yeah. Chase doesn't have to exist amongst these guys too. Absolutely. So that balance is the, is the big thing for me. Yeah. And I, and I think it's kind of natural with, you know, how everybody's getting moved up is they're going to elite offenses that have so much vacated target share and market share that, you know, it's got to go naturally to somebody everybody wants a piece of the chiefs. So everyone's like, okay, I'm going to grab my chief at the earliest possible, you know, earliest possible convenience. Um, whereas, you know, you think back to the last couple of years, they weren't going to great offenses. This go into the Jags. Like he didn't have anyone throwing to him. I mean, yeah, you got Trevor Lawrence in year two, but even then, like we had no idea what Trevor Lawrence would be in the NFL. We know what Aaron Rodgers, we know what Patrick Mahomes are going to be. So people want you, you know, they naturally want uh, their weapons. Yeah, so yeah, it's finding that balance. More, more, Morgan says James, James Conner to the moon. That is, it, you know, I know Silas mentioned that already, but there was a handful of those backs that you know weren't going that high before we started the draft season because we didn't know what was going to happen in the NFL draft, Absolutely. right? I mean, we didn't know where Brees Hall was going to go, Kenneth Walker at, on down the list, and it just so happens that like James Conner didn't, you know, he got your guy Keontae Ingram in the sixth round, but he didn't get, he didn't get anything, you know, so he went from a, whatever, an eighth round pick to now he's a, you know, second or a third round 
third round pick. So let's go ahead. Let's go ahead and hop in and we can kind of keep talking through. I'm sure we'll run into all these crazy steamy names uh, as we go. As uh, Jay Monroe says, the steam is real on Sky. Yeah, I, I don't think I've ever seen um, somebody. I don't think I've ever seen he, somebody he shot up the board so quickly, so and fast. To me, like I don't even think I have a single Sky more share. Like I and I don't know if I will all year. Uh, uh, kills my eighteenth round. My eighteenth round Sky more is the only one I have. It just it makes no sense to me. Like I would much rather have Juju at his price. I'd much rather have MBS at his price. Hell, I'd rather have Mikael Hardman. You know where he's going, rather than throwing in the rookie that we have no idea what the chemistry will be like. Um, it, just, and, it, 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 it baffled me. Yeah. And, and like, obviously I, we get the, he's a good prospect, the landing spot, blah, blah, blah. But like, we've been talking in the, in the discord. If you haven't, uh, joined the discord, please make sure go to week.com, go to discord at the top, 100% free, literally round the clock. <laughs> it's crazy. It's absolutely like, yeah. uh, these first couple of weeks have just been, been crazy, but we've been talking about, um, like whether things are factored in to ADP and like how do you balance that so two things that came to mind one I tweeted about earlier today was Rashad White and I don't think it's been totally factored into his ADP yet but I could see it happening um where he he he, it's similar to a Sky Moore situation he's coming in and it it all seems perfect right draft capital is there prospect profile is good and we want a piece of this Bucks offense he's got an old Lenny running back in front of him they don't they we don't think they like Keyshawn Vaughn Geo is probably dust so like these like the dreamiest handcuff you can get right especially as a pass catcher with Tom Brady so it all seems to smell like roses but like there are factors going against him like this is Tom Brady the buck Tom Brady is you know approaching 50 (laughs) you know he's not going to be around much longer he's trying to win the Super Bowl he has historically never ever like basically allowed the rookies into the backfield with him, right? He doesn't trust them. Typically they're not good pass protectors. They don't understand, you know, uh, audibles at the line of scrimmage. They they're probably not necessarily the best. You know, if you can't pass protect, you can understand the audibles. You're also probably not great. You know, James white isn't like out there running CMC routes. He, well, he, he kind of is They're running like option routes. You have to be able to read the defense. As, as a receiver and so when these guys can't do that brady defaults to the veteran right because like lenny is not an awesome receiver he's not an awesome football player he's fine but like he's just brady trusts him right and so rashad white does has that risk where like he's just a rookie baby he never gets he gets trey sermon right like somebody you know it was, a, it was different but like maybe Keyshawn Vaughn has earned it. Maybe, maybe Gio is, maybe he was hurt last year and we just didn't know, you know, there's tons of outs for him to just like literally never get on the field, you know? Yeah. And so the sky more thing, like we start chasing sky Moore's Rashad whites, et cetera, up the board. I'm not saying we've gone past that point for those guys yet specifically, but it is something we have to start considering. Whereas last year it was like, you know, whatever those guys were 16th round picks we got them whenever we wanted to you could chase them all the way up to the 12th round you know and it, it's yeah. just different this year yeah and it, i mean they're a team that's going for it right there's a hundred percent or not a hundred percent there's definitely a chance they trade for someone in in, in preseason True. bring somebody in that's more of a veteran um that they'll trust more i mean they like lenny because he's really good at pass blocking he's really good at picking up coverages and who knows what the hell rashad white is i mean it's similar to uh james cook 
right? He's moving up crazily through the draft boards. I mean, he's not as crazy or he's higher than uh, Rashad White, but what is he going to be? Could he be J.D. McKasick where he catches, you know, four, he gets like 10 touches a game? Or is he going to truly overtake uh, as expected? Um, question for you, uh, Jefferson or Chase? This is that's where I'm at. That's where I'm at. I've been so I, I I've been taking Jefferson over over Chase. Um, I don't really have a. That's one of those. Uh, I think we talked a little bit about this before the draft, where everybody's kind of split on that the Jefferson versus yep. Chase thing, and some people are split on them versus Cup too, and like. That's me. I'm not sure it's really worth it's. I'm not sure it's really worth debating. Even like any three of those guys. Like honestly, if somebody wanted to tell me that Chase was like their number one receiver, I get it. I, yeah. I lean slightly towards Jefferson. You know, you know Pat Pat Crane. He made some really good points um, earlier this offseason about Jefferson. Where Jefferson, they're, they're both very similar. Chase and Jefferson. You know, from a I know Chase did the big crazy game at the end of the year, but overall for for this and they're they're fairly similar and. Jefferson is the one getting the upgrade to the offense. He, they yep. didn't add target competition for him, and he's getting the new theoretically upgrade to the offense, getting the new coaching staff, getting away from the boomer coaching staff, right? Um, hopefully they yep. pass more, you know, et cetera. Thielen is getting older. So um, I kind of am just leaning towards that. But like, I mean, we're just coins. I love both of them. I want, I want them both on my yep. teams. Yeah, no, absolutely. My only concern for Jefferson would be, is it less condensed? I mean, they had such a condensed target share that, um, you know, are they, are they really going to give him 35, 30 to 35% um, to really elevate him to wide receiver one? But, I mean, I, told, I was talking to Numi the other day, and, like, I'm really warming on him, Jefferson, being my wide receiver one overall. Like, wow. It, is Cup going to be – or is he going to replicate the season that he had, like, and he was awesome last year. He's been fantastic. He's a great route runner. They added Allen Robinson. They might bring back OBJ, like bring both of them in for a full year. We'll kind of see what happens. Uh, I'm still really bullish on on the Rams offense, but yeah, give me give me the young stud in Justin Jefferson who can literally beat you in all three levels. Yeah, it's uh, I don't I don't know if Ross is trolling me or agreeing with me um, and telling us to stop talking about these these two guys, but uh, that that is that. <laughs> That that is that is generally my take, and that's how I feel about Cup too. Uh, like, I I feel it would be stupid. Like, I'm happy to take stands. That uh, we'll talk about some probably uh, today. I'm happy to take stands on certain fragile guys or whatever. N- none of those three guys are the fragile. They're they're probably the least fragile picks in fantasy football this year. I'm not gonna like be like, oh, no, I'm taking zero Cooper Cup because <laughs> I agree he probably can't. I agree he probably can't replicate it, but. Like I don't want to have what happens if he does, but, but he can't. Yeah, but but like it's not it's not a zero it's not zero percent percent chance, right? And then I wish I would yeah. have had him. So uh, no, yeah, okay, okay. You, you know, it's some there. We need sarcasm fonts. Trust me, I've learned Ross. Uh, we need sarcasm fonts. Uh, see, Chris, Chris, you, it, it, Chris G has probably already maxed BBM, and he took Chase every he time. He hasn't from done a one. single draft. You'd be surprised. Moved on totally. <laughs> oh, okay. Flip strategies from last year. Maxed it by, uh, you know, June 1st, and now we're not going to do any. Okay. Uh, we've definitely, yeah, Saquon is my favorite guy here. Lenny, obviously, Swift, AJ Brown. This is this is where, um, I, why I love taking those wide receivers is these running backs are, are great here. I don't have a strong take on any of them. 
Saquon, like I said, is my favorite guy, but uh, yeah, I haven't taken Kamara. What do you What are you doing with Kamara versus those guys? So I'm actually like I've been thinking about it. I I took my first Dalvin share today at 17, just because he fell a little bit. Um, I will probably be in on Kamara a little bit later. However, he'll probably get steamed, so I should probably start getting my my exposure now once the season gets out. I don't think Kamara gets suspended this year because typically the NFL usually waits a year, like kind of takes it brings in evidence and takes about a year and his what DUI was his arrest happened at the Pro Bowl so it mm-hmm. was in February yeah. it's only three months yeah. so I don't I don't really expect it to happen this year whereas Dalvin Cook is probably going to get suspended this year just due to the negative publicity that came out yeah I think that's I haven't taken either of them yet, and I'm I don't know if that's right, wrong, or what. Um, that's just been my approach. But I also think yeah. just from a, even from a kind of a, a projections and ceiling standpoint, I guess if you think that there's no risk in those guys from a suspension standpoint, they're a little bit better than this range. But I'm not sure that they even are better, you know, uh, from a ceiling or or projection standpoint than than yeah. Saquon, Aaron Jones. Chubb, yeah. Lenny, Connor, right? I, I, I don't see the difference, well, and so i just been taking those guys. I would actually argue that uh, Lenny, <laughs> Fournette, Connor actually have higher upside than Kamara. Yeah. Maybe not Cook, but uh, we'll actually see what happens with the new with the new coaching staff. Um, I like right, a, I like AJ Brown. I like AJ Brown falling. <laughs> yeah, here. That, I that, think that, that's that's what I was gonna say. It's it's yeah. negligible, <laughs> in but uh, but. Uh, I was still taking him kind of late. I, I, I don't really think that much has changed um, for him, for me. Like if we want to, again, if we want to debate, he should go the 208 or the 302, like I'd, whatever, you know, that's, that's, yep. that's just whether you prefer one of the running backs, I think. But um, I, I, I think it's very possible. We look back with how bullish everybody is on the Eagles. Only one of two things can really happen, right? We look back and we're like, why the hell if we were so excited about the Eagles, did we let AJ Brown fall f- like uh, further than he was going the last two years? Yeah. Or we're all just fucking wrong about the Eagles. <laughs> That's <laughs> it. It can't like, it, it has to really be, you know, I just don't see how he can, if the Eagles do well, how he can like disappoint. Maybe he's not, you know, doesn't set the world on fire, but I just don't know how yeah. he kind of like the first round wide receivers we talked about. How can, I don't see how they can disappoint outside of, you know, maybe the quarterback getting hurt. Um, and I'm, if, if Hertz gets started, I don't think it really matters. Uh, they'll just like, yeah. bring Minshew in and it's going to be the same for AJ Brown. Yeah. And I think he has like a pretty safe floor. Like he'll probably be like a mid tier wide receiver too at worst, but I think yeah. his, his, his upside and ceiling case definitely fell like before in Tennessee, he definitely had wide receiver one overall, if he could stay healthy. Whereas now, you know, he's probably in that, you know, Mike Evans type tier of like, yeah a low you know mid mid maybe mid wide receiver one probably a low low end wide receiver one but like you're gonna get those boom games where he goes like post like a eight for 168 and two and you're just like oh my god this is wonderful um yeah it's, and, a, it's like, a way way better mike evans right this like a juice yeah, exactly. like, if my, like mike evans who's like way better at football and mike evans is good but like i mean aj brown is just on a different level yeah and let's just hope that him and justin jefferson are alternating weeks so like you know yeah <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Lundar says, uh, I don't think there's any risk with Dalvin missing time based on what has happened or not happened post I- incident. Yeah, I'll be honest with you. I don't know. Like, I have no idea. It's kind of like it's not the same thing, but like the Deshaun Watson thing, 
I'd be lying to you if I said I could predict it. So I'm not really yeah. factoring it in. What I will say is I, I'm lower on Dalvin than the market. If I knew today, 100% he wasn't getting suspended. This is, he, he, this is not a young running back. This is not a guy who's been super healthy for his entire career. We have a new coaching staff, which adds an element of uncertainty. He's being drafted pretty much as though he's just still the workhorse. And that's yep. what I would project too. But you just don't know. Like you could come in and it's more like 60-40 or 70-30. Yep. In which case he's, you know, I want these other, I already kind of want these other guys. And so um, that's kind of my stance on Dalvin. Yeah. And, and I kind of go back to what I said earlier. Like the NFL doesn't care about whether you're guilty, not guilty or whatever. All they care about is ne- like negative public or perception, public perception. So just because he was in the news, like he's probably getting suspended. You know, he probably won't get six games. He probably won't get four games. It'll probably be minor and he'll probably only get like two games. And again, this is totally off base. I'm not saying I know anything, but you know, the the NFL does stupid things for stupid reasons. And they're just going to continue to operate in that fashion. So, you know, it doesn't matter if he stubs his toe and, you know, he's on TMZ. The NFL will find a way to be like, no, you don't get paid. Um. That is true. I, this is this is a tricky range. What do you like to do here? I really like Lamar um, it here, okay. but um, I wouldn't say no to Patrick Mahomes just because I feel like it's an interesting build. See, I'm definitely on Lamar over Mahomes, but I, um, if you think you know there's a a stack with Mahomes that you prefer, then I'm I'm down for that. But I like Lamar. I like Lamar here. Yeah, let's just grab Lamar. Let's just grab Lamar. Um, I only said Mahomes. Just Can you zoom this in a smidge? Can you zoom in the screen yeah. just a smidge? Yeah. That good? Perfect. More? That's perfect. All right. That's perfect. Um, yeah, no, it's just a, it's an interesting place for Mahomes to be. I haven't seen him at the 410, um, so that's the only reason why he was in consideration. I, I have, have Lamar you, higher ranked. Have you have you done any um, kind of these, like, double elite quarterback teams um you know i've seen hayden hayden wings is in the chat and he's not necessarily promoting you know like double tapping lamar and mahomes here but um just the you know with the sheer raw points that these elite quarterbacks are scoring and the advantage it it can give you i do feel like this range is not great for the other positions and so it's it's something i've been considering at least a little bit you know lamar kyler mahomes herber whatever um it's uh, have you done any like that? I I personally haven't done anything like that. Um, highest double quarterback I've taken is Hertz and then Lance, just because I'm I'm a Lance nut. Um, nobody so I th- there. I think I, I think Sutton is my t- well. Yeah, Gabe, Gabe Sutton. I don't have any Juju yet, but um, <clears throat> I don't. I don't. No, just, it's I, not for any real reason. Yeah, that's probably it for me. I don't really like any of the running backs. Let's go, Sutton. I hate the I'll running give, backs. I'll give you a pick. I obviously love Gabe, but uh, I do think I, I think I think they're right next to each to each other for me. Yeah. Uh, there's no real stacks either, so um, I uh, just, uh, grab the better guy. <laughs> we uh, know what Sutton, we know what Sutton can do. We're hope we're we're more projecting with Gabe. Oh yeah, a hundred percent, and and I, I think. It's an interesting, it's an interesting thing because Gabe's got steamed a little bit too. I'm kind of happy that I, you know, I've done like 18 teams or something like that, and Gabe's one of my yeah. highest own <laughs> own own players and uh, you know, whatever that means. But um, it's definitely a hundred percent projecting. But I also feel like 
um, this range of these wide receivers is like all projection. Um, you know, we, we, I totally agree. Like we know what Sutton Sutton can do, but like who the hell exactly knows how that's going to break out in, in Denver. Right. Uh, Juju, you tell me how the chiefs targets are going to get, going to get chopped up. Elijah Moore is, you know, at the top of the queue now, like I love Elijah Moore as a player is, am am I getting the wide receiver three for the, for Zach Wilson's offense? You know, so it's just it's just so much uncertainty in this whole like round five, six, seven or something like that. So um, you kind of mentioned it earlier. Like if you have a, a preference on a guy, particularly if you think he's going to get steamed like Gabe, yep. like Sutton kind of has to, I, I just lean towards that, that guy. Yep. What are your thoughts? What do you think about on... this? Hey, Hayden, oh, Hayden, Hayden mentioned this uh, just while we have, since we have Jefferson and we have a couple uh, uh, minutes here before, before you pick, have you, have you done any, uh, anything with the the Thielens and the Cousins, maybe Irv, anybody like that? I I'm in on Irv this year. I was in on Irv last year. Just the uh, Achilles tear freaking killed me. Um, yep. So definitely in on him. He's 25. Uh, he was an animal at Bama, and I think he's going to continue that. I do have some Thielen, um, just because he's literally being slept on. Like, I don't understand why he's every so year cheap. Thielen, <laughs> every year Thielen posts like a, a high wide receiver two year. And then every year his value just gets, or his ADP just goes down. Um, and I get it. Like eventually he's probably not going to post like 10 plus touchdowns. Um, but why not another year? I mean, we've been saying it with Brady forever. Like he's just a good wide receiver. <laughs> Yeah, he he didn't slow. I mean, other, again, he got dinged up last year, but he didn't slow down last no. year. He was going to have another awesome, another awesome year. He and, had what? Uh, he had like eight touchdowns through eight weeks. It was yeah. <laughs> every week the man was just scoring another touchdown. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna lock foot in Rashad Bateman just to have the stats. A hundred percent. Yep. Okay. Yep. I was uh, I debated I debated him at the last pick, but I was like, well, we can we might as well just hope he falls. Pulled out I pulled out the magic fucking eight ball today for the he put Bateman. <laughs> Bateman, Bateman's on the Bateman's on the thumbnail, and uh, he falls perfectly to us in a in a Lamar stack. Are you? You know, he's he's also he's been one of the biggest risers. What are you? Are Absolutely. you like? Are you targeting him in general more so in Lamar stacks? How are are you handling uh, Bateman now without Hollywood? I think I'm more targeting Mark Andrews, um, which okay. I, I found myself kind of cl- like more clicking on him recently. Um, and then I'm kind of prioritizing Lamar with him, but I think that's my first share of Bateman. Um, it, I, I loved him in like the, you know, 110 to like 90 to 110 range, but this is just getting too rich for my blood. I love Bateman coming out. I think he's, I think he's a boss, but where that, that offense is going to run, the, <laughs> run the ball a million times. Um, and I'm just uh, too afraid that they're actually, uh, he's actually going to get a target share. Uh, See, this, this is a is tough ugly. range range here here too. I would consider uh, DeAndre Hopkins here. Uh, I haven't I taken like any... anyone. Um, <laughs> Ceh or one of the tight ends, I think is fine. I prefer Schultz. I prefer Schultz to. Uh, yeah, I'll Hawk. grab Schultz. I'll grab Schultz. I think it's. I, I have too much of Ceh. I don't know if you. I don't really <laughs> like him here. Yeah. <laughs> um, I I really like Schultz though. Uh, you know, Dallas low key is kind of, I mean, so maybe this is a bad thing too, but Dallas low key is kind of 
hurting on offense, right? The, yep. the, the superstar offensive line is getting older. They're losing some guys. It's maybe, you know, I, I don't think it's a weakness, but it's, yep. it's certainly not quite the, the level of strength we used to see. Uh, they're going to keep trotting Dusty Zeke out there and Amari's gone and Gallup's coming off a blown out knee and they haven't, they didn't yep. replace it. You know, Cedric Wilson's gone too. They, unless Jalen Tolbert is a superstar baby. And <laughs> I mean, unless James Washington remembers how to play football and Jalen Tolbert is a star, the offense is like, you know, maybe a little bit sketchy. And we saw what happened. The offense was like up and down last year. And that just led to Schultz targets like, like crazy. So yep. um, I think he's, you know, I, I'm not like going out of my way to like load up 30% Dalton Schultz, but yeah, I like I'll him over Hawk. I like him. I like him over Hawkinson. I what's do like him over Hawkinson. They're the, they're the, the same player. They're the same yeah, player, the, but one has a, a better quarterback. Um, and we actually know that he'll actually target that quarterback. Hawkinson just had so many games that he disappeared last year. And yeah. it absolutely murdered me and I, I like him. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I like, I'm, I'm in on the, like, they're, they've kind of become, um, not trendy, but you know, I think people are coming around to the Lions with just all the weapons that they have now. It's like if Absolutely. golf can, if golf can just not be terrible, which I, I think he was, you know, he's decent. He's he was like an average. He's like maybe just below below yeah. average NFL quarterback. I, like he's fine. I would call it say you know yeah slightly below average, which is which is fine when you have all these weapons. But like when there's when there is DeAndre Swift and there is Jamison Williams and there is DJ Chark and there is Amon Ross St. Brown and they're gonna be run heavy. And Jared Goff is the like we were paying for Hawk last year because we thought the target share would be insane. And now we know the target share isn't going to be insane because he never really earned it last year. And they added more target competition. So I don't know. Um, I like a lot of these other guys over over Hawkinson. Like if he I think he might fall, start start falling too, because I think that's the public sentiment. Um, at which point I think he'll he'll turn into a good buy. At, at well, his ADP started, I want to say, in the 60s. So he is falling a little bit. Um, but even then, like, I feel like I never see him go in the seventies yet. His ADP is still there. Yeah, true. <laughs> like, it, it, that true. part never really made sense to me. I, I know that is, that is, that is interesting. I'm really fascinated to see, uh, what, uh, some of these guys, cause I, I have fairly strong opinions on, uh, I know we're up here That's on, pain. uh, who that was a bad run. We had the last four picks. I wanted all of them. Um, what are your thoughts on Hunt? I I, I still Singletary? like Hunt. Singletary. I'm 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 You're very iffy. I'm I'm very iffy on at this price. I don't really. Darius like Tony. Him. We're running we're running low on time. I'm I'm good with Hunt. Hunt Hunt is nice because if he stays, I know they have Dearness, but if he stays, he was the sixth round pick. Like we t- I think we talked about this last week. He was, a, he was a totally good, reasonable sixth round pick. He's going to get work in an efficient offense. He's going to, you know, he's going to score touchdowns no matter what. And he ha- he has contingent upside if something happens. And if he goes elsewhere, who knows? Like, yeah. it, it, maybe it ends up bad for him, but it also could end up really fucking good for, for, for him. And he's a screaming value. So, well, you even brought, so you brought up Dearness. Um, I was actually reading something today that Dearness Johnson might actually get cut. Like they didn't, they signed him to a very minimum like contract. I believe it's only a one year deal. Like there's a chance he doesn't make the roster. They they drafted somebody. Um, he he doesn't really replace Hunt's role, so he's kind of uh, exchangeable. Um, I don't really like Edmonds. 
I'm, um, unless I, you do. I'm cool with Tony. I'm cool with Tony here. Set okay. up. Uh, you know, I'm also. You know, uh, I'm on you, the Giants. Would you be interested in Claypool at all? Um, oh yeah, because we have uh, we have that back to back. So just in case they play week 16, 17. Let's do that. Let's do that. All right. Yeah, this is this this is interesting. So, um, you or Hayden ha- have to correct me. So, he, he they they had to tend they tendered him. He was exclusive rights, right, or something. What yeah, was what, what was early early restricted free agent? I believe. Yeah, earlier. So like, he's not making any money because because of you know the the deal in the CBA, which is where he's at um, from the from being an early restricted free agent. He's just basically fucked. But uh, he's too good for that. He's a good quality running back. And so they obviously were going to tender him at that. But that doesn't mean, he, you know, they could be trying to trade him. You know, I don't yeah. I, I don't know. But I, I, I find it really hard to believe. Uh, the NFL teams um, <laughs> make me look stupid all the time. But I find it so hard to believe that a, a, uh, an organization clearly trying to win now, like the Browns, would uh keep both hunt and dearness i have no idea which one it's going to be but like i've been drafting both of them basically is what i'm saying because like i don't see how they end in a situation where like you don't want to have these guys on your best ball teams yeah i don't know maybe i'm crazy but uh, no i i mean I, rob's been on dearness i've been on dearness i think i think he's great you know he filled in admirably um, I'm just concerned that he's actually staying in Cleveland. You know, whether it's a trade, whether it's you know they decide to just revoke the the tender just because you know saves them cap room. Not that they need it because they could easily find a way to get rid of Baker. Yeah. Um, but they also they sound they uh, who do they draft the guy from Cincinnati Ford Jerome Ford, Ford yeah. Jerome Ford who is essentially the Kareem Hunt backup. Yeah. So maybe they're just treating Dearness Johnson as the Kareem Hunt backup and they're going to keep him on the roster and they're trying to work something um, with, with hunt. And I mean, there's definitely some teams that could use hunt. Yeah, oh yeah. I I, there's teams that we were talking about the bucks. Why, why, why would the bucks not want Kareem hunt or Dearness? Or they they're better than Rashad, <laughs> but they're both better than Rashad. But why, why the Cardinals, you know, that would be coffins to my Please early, no. you know, my, no. early, <laughs> my early, my early, you know, my early, you know, teams and your Keontae Ingram teams. But why would the Cardinals not want Kareem hunt? Yeah, you know what I mean. Like all these teams that are trying to win, like yep. both of them make a lot of sense. So um, I mean, I, I just think my, I just Miami, think, yeah, my hundred. <laughs> like I just draft these guys. Just fucking draft these guys because they they like can't end up in a bad situation. Really, like yep. even if they both stay, it's fine for Hunt and Dearness needs obviously needs to run really pure. But it's not like he's not stone dead. Yep. By by or, talent by the talent. Yep. They're, they're they're gonna play. They'll find one way or another to play. Uh, I'm interested in James Cook here. Okay. Um, and then at receiver, it's definitely the top two guys are in a different oh, tier. Interesting. Oh, okay, I didn't see Tyler Boyd. Um, yeah, let's go Tyler Boyd. I'm gonna think I, we're I, probably stopping at six. Uh, not six. We're probably stopping at seven or eight here. Um, just because I really like our our wide receivers. Yeah. Um, for those on the podcast feed, um, through what is that? We're through 11, 10 rounds. Uh, yep. Lamar Jackson, uh, Saquon Barkley, Kareem Hunt, Justin Jefferson, A.J. Brown, Cortland Sutton, Rashad Bateman, Chase Claypool, Tyler Boyd, and Dalton Schultz. And another thing that I wasn't thinking about, Tyler Boyd, um, correlation to Lamar and Rashad Bateman. So another out. And Claypool, yep. Um, <laughs> and I just like – I really, I, Boyd is the guy who seems unsexy. 
but those can be the guys like I know he's not this the the young archetype like Amon Ra was, but Amon yeah. Ra was like the third or fourth option on an offense. And all of a sudden at the end of the year, he's the fucking go-to guy. Yeah. And like if Jamar Chase goes down, we pass on Jamar Chase for Justin Jefferson. Jamar Chase goes goes down, and Tyler Boyd is you know the man now, right there with with T Higgins in an awesome offense. Um, he's just a smash. So, you know, I, I, I want those guys. Claypool's kind of in a you know not as good of an offense, but just all these guys in crowded that are just good. Yeah. Like I just want, like you said, same thing with the Browns running backs. Like just buy the good player and let everything else work itself out. Uh, let's see. Ah, I kind of have some interest in Rashad Penny. Um, Rashad White is on top of our queue. I don't really want to think of a quarter or what we could think of a wide receiver. Uh, I'm interested in Fields a little bit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Fields is just fancy Daniel Jones, though. He he is, and we we probably should set that up. Do you have anyone else? I, 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 no, I'm I'm cool with Penny. I'm what's your what's your what's your Penny take? He's falling. Obviously, uh, the Seahawks are a laughing stock, but. Um, I mean, what are you, classic, what are you thinking it, they're going to run the football a million times. So, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, it's going to be him and Ken Walker. Ken Walker obviously has the higher ADP. Um, so I'm naturally just going to block to whoever is cheaper. Um, you know, he'll probably end up getting, you know, probably maybe 15 touches a game. But if he somehow, if Ken Walker gets hurt or they just give him the backfield, like we know what he can do. Granted, the offense isn't that great and we have to deal with Drew Locke, but um, if they can, like, maybe they, maybe they strike gold. Drew Locke figures it out with DK Metcalf and, and Tyler Lockett. Ah, and then you have, that would be something. <laughs> I mean, he's in a great division. So, you know, chances are he's going to be able to touch the football. Um, and you know, he can catch passes. So fields, is Daniel there. Jones, Bullock fields is <laughs> Daniel Jones with worse coaching and worse <laughs> and worse weapons. Yeah. That, uh, uh, it's really sucks. I wanted to be in on uh, Rob, uh, Rob Coakley, uh, yep. who you guys will see tomorrow night. It was, was wanting to very heavily invest in the bears, you know, months ago when we first started this off season. And uh, yep. they have certainly not helped uh, any of that. It is very tough. Well, you don't think Velas Jones wide receiver one season's happening. Hey, look, that, so <laughs> the, he's a, he's a perfect um, kind of conversational point around that with, with the Seahawks too. I know we're about to be up and it's kind of crazy that uh, how high uh, I, I didn't realize that it was a not off of ADP, and I was like, that felt like that was early for for Will Fuller to be at the top of the queue. But um, well, we're we're right about there. We're at pick one forty. Yeah, um, but he'd been he'd been closer closer to the top for yeah. a little bit. Um, um, he, he's my pick here. I'm, I, I'm I totally, was going to pick, yep. pick him last last pick. We talked about it today. Um, if he does manage to sign with the Ravens, like wheels up. <laughs> How? Who? Where could he go? That you're not happy about him at this pick. I've been trying to process. Nowhere. I can't Nowhere. think of anywhere. I can't I mean, think of anywhere. I guess maybe Pittsburgh, like just because it's a crowded backfield. But but they're not even gonna like. There's no way. Like there's no reasonable way he goes there. Like how, I can't think of a reasonable place that will. I guess the lands. one the one place that I don't even think he's been rumored to would be the Patriots, just because I'd be afraid that he couldn't get the football. Yeah. And they do need a wide receiver. I mean, granted they traded for Devontae Parker, but. And and exactly. drafted Tyquan Thornton in the fucking second round, which is hilarious. Um, but yeah, I mean they 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 supposedly want to add speed, so maybe maybe they're just you know done with Aguilar and stuff. Yeah. But uh, let's see here. What what pick is this? One forty eight. Let's see. 
We can wait on Jones. Yeah. I am a Daniel we, Jones stan. We can we wait on. I'm I'm fine with a, a bunch of these quarterbacks. Yeah, but I think we can wait here. What's your thoughts on James Robinson? Oh, I I'm I'm really struggling with him. <laughs> I'm really really struggling with him because like I don't love. Um, this is a fine price for him. I think he's really been falling though too. Um, if we go running back, I'm, we, I'm fine with grab, him. Oh, these other guys Gus, are gonna. But that's probably too many Baltimore guys. Yeah, so I really love just like single stack and Lamar with Bateman or Andrews. Yeah, um, maybe if you want, you know, maybe they like you said they get Fuller or 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 they don't, and we go, to, you know, you go to a Tylen Wallace or something later in a couple months. But uh, I really like just being like, let's get like that Lamar MVP season, and all the fucking touchdowns go to one or two guys, you know, the studs, yeah. and and Lamar's running and Lamar's running a lot. Um, I I like, prefer to build for for that outcome, but um. James Robinson is one of those really, really tricky guys for me because obviously, I mean, the biggest thing is the injury where, you know, based on the the little bit, you know, that I've listened to, like Josh Norris has talked about it a little bit where they seem to still be saying like Robinson's like the lead and ETN's still kind of the change of pace weapon guy, which is frustrating um, for, for ETN. But with the new coaching staff, you know, we just didn't know. Yep. But you have a, you know, you have a guy who was not exactly the most explosive of backs off of a serious injury in an offense. How excited are we, you know, for, for that, you know, so I don't, I don't, I don't know. It's, it, it's tricky. I just know he's in a range now where I think I'll mix him in a little bit versus, you know, like last year or even a little bit before I was just totally out, but you get to the 13, 14, 15th round. I think yeah. I'll mix him in a little bit, like just in case the Jags are a little bit better and he's fine. I mean, he's at the same price he was before Etienne got hurt. And I mean, I had some of him last year. He paid off. Granted, he was going in the third round at the end of the year. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so like, yeah, he should naturally pay off. Um, but, you know, he is just a good running back. Granted, mm-hmm. this is, it's a new coaching staff for both of them. So, you know, neither of them, uh, he was an undrafted free agent, so new new coaching staff. He they've shown that he can actually produce. And Etienne was the first round pick for the last coaching staff that everyone now considers like, yeah, the laughing stock of the NFL. So, do they actually want to play him? Um, you know, I think they might actually use Etienne in more of like that slot role, kind of like a wingback, um, just because of the like the chemistry that he has with uh, Trevor Lawrence. But there's a chance they just want to run straight forward with with James Robinson and run him to the ground and hopefully like pray he doesn't get a second contract yeah i kind of think I, i've kind of been thinking about it assuming health with james robinson that um it's a little bit of like the old uh old kamara and mark ingram or kamara and latavius murray in terms of like how they want to use him right kind of like you yeah. said he, you know kamara plays running back and he kind of you know they, they he's a little bit more of just like a like etn's a weapon like yeah I, he's a, he's not like a traditional running back right so um yep. That's kind of how I've been kind of thinking about it. But then you're like, that's, that's, those are the roles, but it's on the Jags. So like, do I even want, you know, like, I I don't know. I don't know what the right answer is, but they're a difficult one because, you know, there's a lot of opportunity available. I like some of the talent. We were buying some of this talent last year and it's like, well, if everybody's thinking they're still just going to stink and maybe what if it was Urban Meyer? What if, what if Visca did suck? What if Christian Kirk and these guys, do make them competent and they're all free now, you know, every besides yeah. ECN, everybody's free. Yep. Yeah. Um, 
quick thing. Alec Pierce just went in the 14th round. Oh, just God damn it. <laughs> what are you what? doing to us, by four? What the fuck, uh, I'm, man? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take Daniel Jones. Oh, so we yes. We, we don't draw. Now we're, now we're talking. <laughs> Even though he's – actually, we have Saquon, so he's sick. Saquon in uh, – no, no, we didn't we take did, Tony. We, didn't we, take uh, Tony. we went to uh, Sorry, there's over a, Tony. There's a 17th, 18th rounder. It's ready – I, I know what you're talking about. Always, always ready. Always there. That's why I, 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 the Giants, I'm going to have too much Giants because the fallback stacks are like, if you don't, if you missed on something, just freaking stack the Giants. Like it, even if it's not like, we'll we'll talk about the guy who I'm going to bring up. I'm sure it's the same guy that you have, but there's more, there's more options than even yep. just the most exciting one. Like the other ones you may not really want to click on, but they're, it's available to you. Yeah. Why? Why is he going in the one sixties? Like, I, people should be excited about this offense. I know. I don't get it. It doesn't make any <laughs> it's sense. Like he's not. Like he, he doesn't have to be uh, Josh Allen to be good. He could be seventy five or eighty percent Josh Allen and be very comfortable for fantasy football. Like you don't have to be good at football to be good at fantasy football. And I think yeah. people are kind of missing that. I know. I know. It doesn't. I, I don't understand his price, and he is absolutely gonna, you know, Lucy with the football. Uh, he's gonna suck, and everybody's gonna be like, "Oh, I told you he sucked." You know, yeah. I, I'm re- I'm prepared for that. Yeah. Um, I have interest in Logan Thomas, but I'm okay with waiting. Um, I like DPJ here. No, you like DPJ. See, I, I I like DPJ and Tolbert both here. Yeah, if we're gonna go wide receiver, I want it to be one of these kind of. Uh, Younger yep. down the field type guys. We have uh, Hunt, right? We have Hunt. Yeah. We do have Hunt, and it's Lamar, so we're still stacking the AFC. I right? like DPJ then. All right. Because we don't have Dallas, we don't have. Well, we do have Daniel Jones, so we, I guess we could. Yeah, that that's another point. I was actually because um, we did we took someone. That was our that was oh, our eighth wide receiver though. Was our, oh, yeah, was, oh yeah, we have Schultz. We have Schultz. So okay. Um, I'm trying to think about this now. So. One more I, tight end. One more tight end. Uh, De- one, one more running, running back. back, at least. Yeah. Yeah. And then, so the, uh, two five nine two, which means, um, oh, did Tolbert go anyway? Uh, no, he is not gone. He's right okay. here. I took, so I took then, everybody out of my queue. So then, if we, um, if I'm guessing he won't be around, but if he were to happen to still be around, it would have to be stacking one of the shitty Giants tight ends as uh as the the stack with Jones and then taking Tolbert versus taking the the wide receiver and getting an actual tight end that's going to score fantasy points as our as our second tight end. Yeah, I mean there's some there's there's definitely options still available. I like um, I like the late tight ends. And I do too. Prob- do probably too. a death sentence because we I, th- I feel like we talk ourselves into a lot of these guys every year but um I th- I really do feel like this year is different, right? It'll be November and we'll clip this rob is in the chat <laughs> clip this off because you'll be like you're a, you're a moron for thinking that but i really do feel like that like there's gerald everett is not a bad football player he's on the freaking chargers they didn't add any weapons he's super free we saw what cj uzoma did hayden Hurst is not worse than cj uzoma they're at their yeah. let's call him let's call him he might same. even be better you might he, he might be first better. round pick yeah, he at least yeah he, he once upon a time he was you know uh, I think he's like <laughs> this is like his fifth year and he's like thirty but he's uh, he was a he was a first round pick. Um, there's some of the like ambiguous situations like the Colts, like the Giants, 
Um, Brevin Jordan is back there, right? I'm sure I'm missing guys. There's a Austin lot of guys, Hooper. I think. Austin Hooper, right? Who, has who else are they going to throw to? <laughs> yeah, zero target. I mean, they, they may throw for 75 yards a game, but he might get 60. Yeah. You know, I, so I think there's a lot to like it at late tight end. And I actually think last year it was like, you want to talk about tons of projection, like we talked about earlier with those wide receivers. That's what it was with all the late round tight ends last year. It was like, like I was taking Mo Ali Cox because I'm like, let's hope and pray maybe he does something. Now yeah. it's like, I feel like there's actual real projectable roles for these guys with upside. Take a take a gander because uh, we're on the clock next. But yeah, no, a, totally is agree. That, um, is this another Trey Lance show? I swear to God. <laughs> well, I was gonna, I was actually gonna say that. Yeah, Trey Lance is gonna play this year. Uh, were you thinking about? Um, were you thinking Wandale. about Wandale? Yeah. Yes. Just think Shepard's still there though. I I I I, st- I think I've talked myself into Wandale over Shepard. Okay. Um, oh, he was taken. Oh my oh, God. Oh shit, Shepard. Now take Shepard. <laughs> <laughs> Sound I wanted awesome. Shepard anyway. I wanted Shepard. <laughs> yeah, we of wanted, course we did. <laughs> we wanted Shepard anyway. It was a deep... Where did he go? Oh, he went. He went right there. God Austin Vander. No, I like I like Wandale. I he's trust me. I I and and you and everybody understands the size issues. Yeah, and what and what that does from a limitation standpoint. But this is a second round pick. We're buying the Brian Dayball thing. It, you know. Isaiah McKenzie is small and, you know, was basically just a return man and not as good of a football player as Wandale Robinson and uh, was putting up some monster weeks. You know, he ran Cole Beasley out of town. Um, And so I think Wandale can do that. Um, Yeah, no, I agree. My, my only concern is like, where did they draft him to be the Tony replacement? And obviously Tony's in the building, kind of seems like yep. everything's all good and dandy. It could be just to kind of drive his price back up. Um, but like my, I, I'm just, a, I'm like afraid that he's not going to be able to get on the field. Um, I obviously yep. want pieces of the Giants offense. Um, and that's probably why I won't take a lot of Wandale is just because I don't, I'm not a, like, I'm afraid that he's not going to be on the field. And then it's basically a wasted pick, but you're really not using any draft capital. So it doesn't really matter. Yeah. All right. Um, we're, this- we're on the clock. Hurst. Um, okay, that's what that's we what have, I was gonna we have, say. We have yep. Boyd. We have that division. Yeah. He sets, you know, he sets the secondary stack. They both have the same contingent value, right? Um, the only other one I was gonna say was Cameron Breed. Yeah, um, I like I like Breed. Uh, what I've been doing with these tight ends is mixing them through when they make sense, right? Yeah. If I had Mike Evans, I'm gonna take Cameron Breed, right? Certainly if you yep. have Brady, but like even in your secondaries, that that's the thing I think that people fuck up the most. Uh, yep. Like, but everybody knows this. you got Tom Brady and Mike Evans. Yeah, congrats. Like, that's not very difficult. But like, yep. figuring out how, like, that's the diversification thing. People talk about diversification and all that. It's yep. not that. It's natural diversification. Drafting the guys that they all project the same. You tell me, Hayden Hurst, Cameron Bray, Brevin Jordan. I don't know, but I'm gonna. I, did you draft Brandon Cooks? Take Brevin Jordan and set, just give yourself that secondary stack, right? Because and yep. or maybe you took Davis Mills. I don't know, but like it. Yep. That's 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 when I'm really trying to to cycle through this guys real quick. The Wandale thing. This is my new take. Okay. They did not. I know they drafted the one kid from San Diego State, but Ricky Seals Jones is not keeping anybody off the field. Yeah. And prior to last year, they didn't play a tight end a ton, right? Dawson yeah. Knox kind of broke out. 
Um, and they started to play a little bit more uh, with the tight end on the field in Buffalo. Yeah. But I, I think Dayball may want to just go back to a lot more 10 personnel. Okay. And which gives him outs to play all of those wide receivers, yeah. right? You can get Wandale and Shepard on the inside with Galladay and Tony or move Shepard, right? Move Tony around, yeah. move Wandale around, move Wandale into the backfield a little bit with Saquon. I, I just think Keep kind of the fresh. talent. No, that makes and sense. The talent thing too, right? Like, Let's just it, we're excited about the offense. He's got the draft capital. I think he's talented, even though he's, uh, you know, the size of one of my dogs. But like, <laughs> I, I just want to I just I'm willing to take that shot and kind of see see how it goes, because I do think there are outs to just for wide receiver stuff and then figuring out how to get him on the field. No, that that totally makes sense. Um, and they'll probably rotate people, kind of keep everybody in line. They can keep they can use them in the backfield, like you said. Um Let's run through the roster. Let's run through the roster whenever. That's a good idea. Um, So through 17 rounds, Lamar Jackson, Daniel Jones, Saquon Barkley, Kareem Hunt, Rashad Penny, James Robinson, Justin Jefferson, A.J. Brown, Cortland Sutton, Rashad Bateman, Chase Claypool, Tyler Boyd, Will Fuller, DPJ, Sterling Shepard, Dalton Schultz, and Hayden Hurst. So definitely heavy on AFC North. Love it. Um, I have, I'm, I'm going to hold off just cause this, this got it, you got brand. it. You got it. I, I, is, I haven't, I, I haven't, I haven't fully. Oh, okay. <laughs> I got it. <laughs> I, I haven't fully formed all my late round run and that's probably a good thing. Um, so I don't get too attached to guys on May 9th. Uh, but I haven't fully formed all of my late round running. I got a couple guys, but, um, I mostly cycle I've, through. I've been, I've been concentrating, um, and it's for pretty much the same reasons that we talked about the other day. Um, we want pieces of the Cardinals offense. Um, we know James Conner is not going to play a full year. What happens if he goes down in preseason? Who the hell is going to play? It's Eno Benjamin or the sixth-round rookie that they just drafted, who also played at USC in Texas. Like He was a five, former five-star recruit. The man's got draft capital, or not really draft capital. He's got pedigree. Uh, I'm gonna be. I'm gonna bet on some talent and just hope that he kind of goes through. And and if James Conner or not, if when James Conner gets hurt, he's gonna be the guy on the field, not Eno Benjamin, the seventh round rookie from. Uh, it's the same same ASU. coaching staff, but. Um, yeah, yeah. So that's... I'm just I'm just concentrating right now. My thought is all of that's gonna go to shit in about uh, you know two three months when they sign somebody off. Oh yeah, <laughs> off waivers. But it's I'd rather it. take the shots right now. Yeah. Like I'm getting him literally for free in the 18th round. Like, yeah, doesn't it's, hurt it's, me at all. It's it's worth it. It's worth it to me. Um, that's what Bullock says. Yeah, the, uh, it replace Sony with just an underline, and then like insert you know veteran free agent uh, here yeah. for sure. We can hit, hit the board and you see we got uh, Jay Monroe and who was here and we ran down our team already from the nine spot. Started Devonte. Andrew, oh, oh, playing playing to the crowd here with uh, no running backs early, double tapped, double tapped elite tight Ooh. end. That's oh, interesting. Okay. And hurts, and and, the, and with Ooh, the Devonta, Devonta Smith. Smith. Miles Sanders, to, oh, loaded, loaded. Melvin, Melvin, he's been, Melvin he's been is a uh, heavy for Melvin. Melvin is a big. Uh, 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 everyone in the Discord is a big is big on Melvin, and I I have to I'm fine. I have to stand up for Javante, and it comes off as like I'm anti Melvin in the freaking Discord. Everybody's like, <laughs> stop arguing, you know, like stop arguing about Melvin. I'm like, I I've drafted a lot of Melvin too, but you guys got to yeah. stop talking about Melvin Gordon. Let's talk about Javante every once in a while. 
Yeah. Well, Rowe's Ro been the big proponent of, of Melvin. He's been like, I'm taking 45% Melvin Gordon. Um, so, yeah, yeah. He, he's sticking to his brand. Um, I, I get stat, it. 30-year-old 30, 30 running backs. 30-year-old running backs. They're all done. <laughs> uh, stacks the Derek Carr to Devontae Adams, Rondell Moore. Uh, wow. The Olds with Rojo. So, sticking to the AFC West. Tim Patrick, Patrick, David Bell. Your guy, David Bell. Naheem Hines. Uh, Tyrion Davis Price. Uh, uh, oh, he got Tolbert. He took Tolbert from us. Wow, that's a nice <laughs> team. Be- yeah, it is a very good team. Although, does he need? I don't know. I guess he does. He does kind of need Braxton Berrios, but I think I go somewhere else. Yeah, looking the at the wide receiver are... four for the Jets. I don't know if you're aware, but your running backs are pretty weak, Jay Monroe. <laughs> We're a little worried about him, so uh, I don't know. I don't know if Braxton Berrios was uh, was necessary, um, but uh, if we're complaining about an 18th round pick, Sa- Silas just drafted a guy who's going to be on the practice squad. No, he's getting cut. He's not making the roster. <laughs> yeah, you're right. He's going to be on. He's going to be on like the Jags practice squad or something. Uh, um, uh, one, one more Corbin. Corbin from the three spot. Corbin from the three spot. So Cup, Swift, Connor. Mahomes, Brees, Mooney, Elijah, Hawkinson. He took both the falling value on Mahomes and Hawkinson. Yeah, that's Woods nice. got kind of value on Cook. Took Madison as contemporary. Alberto, Jahan Dotson, Zach Wilson, Sammy Watkins, AJ Green, Julio, and Romeo Duke. So he went completely unstacked. Yeah, uh, that, that was the, I was waiting for the stack to come because I, I don't really have a problem Absolutely. with like literally any pick that was made here. And it seems like I'm just trying to di- uh, you think about the ADP that you were just like scooping all this value that was coming up, which I th- yep. which I like um, other than like maybe Robert Woods uh, that I'm not, not high on. But but we talked about the Thielen thing. It's like, you know, I, I can't really say like, oh, I love Adam Thielen at his price and then shit on somebody yep. for taking Robert Woods. You know, they're really not that different. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, just yeah. I, I would my, my personal take on this is what you did, how you started your draft was good. Your player takes were good. Your, your scooping value was awesome. But then at a certain point. It can't just be all scooping value. You do have to build some kind of, you know, story to your team. And so even if, honestly, it, if you have to reach for McColl over whoever you took yep. there, like you, you, you have to eventually, or I, I don't know, take uh, <laughs> who's the uh, Justin Ross in the 18th. Oh uh, yeah, absolutely. Well, he went, you know? I think he said he went in the 17th, unfortunately. Jesus Christ. We're, so all, he we're was already, pro- but he took Julio and Julio fell as well. Oh, I, I'm I'm big on Justin Ross. Don't, don't I, no, I get it, but that, isn't that so funny? <laughs> how, how how long ago would it have been that like people would just laugh laughed you off the stage if you were you know an undrafted rookie free agent? You know uh, that <laughs> teams are worried if he's going to be able to walk. You know, in a few years, and we're like, yeah. oh yeah, we got to like, we got to draft this guy. But I I totally oh, agree, I thought but, people were going to be laughing at me for taking him in the 18th. <laughs> yeah, now he's going up to the 17th. Yeah, he's going to be he's going to be be popular. But I mean, I get it. You know, what's the difference if you're taking you know Braxton Berrios or whatever yep. back there? Why not take a shot on <laughs> on on Ross? But like that's what I'm saying for this team. Like if you have to take him in the 17th, he's the last remaining Chiefs player. Just take just it doesn't matter. It really doesn't. 17th or 18th round, it doesn't matter. Well, just get that. He could have went uh, MVS over Robbie M- Woods. 
okay, well, that's you should have fucking went NVS over exactly. Robert Woods. One's going to score a lot of fantasy points in a <laughs> lot uh, in, in like uh, four weeks out of the year, get you a lot of points, and uh, you have Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, no, I, I totally, totally agree with you. Um, you know, it, it, the team, the team itself is nice. Like season long, I'd be pumped about this team. But yeah, in best ball, where we need to have correlated weeks to actually make sure that we're moving on, like you need to make it cohesive. Um, and it just kind of you're just throwing it all out there. This team will probably like looking at it. It will probably advance. Win. Like it, yeah. it might win our league, <laughs> but it probably is dead for the two million dollars. So yeah. Um, it's a good, it's a good team. And, and this is another good, good point. I, I want to, I'm going to do, try to do some content about like the actual specifics of doing these drafts. Right. Because like, sometimes it, it like you, you got 30 seconds to make a pick. And sometimes like you, you, I forget what round it was where, you know, um, eighth round or something like that. You were like, Oh shit. All yeah. four <laughs> of the guys that I wanted go, you know, and sometimes it just doesn't work. Maybe there's not a pocket of the draft that it, it, it fits for you. And that's kind of what Corbin's talking about. He was like, I was I was going to take a flyer on one of these guys, but it just, you know, it never kind of fell together in the draft. So um, that's just how it goes. That's why we get 150 cracks at it and not and not just one. Yeah, no, definitely. Um, and, you know, it's all about critical thinking, critical yep. thinking skills. And that's why this format's awesome. Like, you know, we're thinking through a draft that we have 30 seconds to draft or eight hours to draft, which... I'm not gonna sit here and, and advertise yeah. for slow drafts, although no. I am in right now just to. to <laughs> <it>. <laughs> um, <laughs> but like, yeah, you, you're gonna take your shots. It's how how better of a critical thinker and how much uh, more can you correlate and effectively build your team than the 11 other people in your draft? Use 100%. them. <laughs> it, it's it's the best format. It's it's friggin' awesome and wouldn't change best ball for anything. 100. So, uh, yeah. Yeah, so um, we will be back again every every single Monday. Rob at King Coakley will be back tomorrow with the football show around this around this uh, similar time. Yeah, the over analysis. That's what you get here. <laughs> We're gonna belabor the fact that you didn't take an undrafted rookie in the seventeenth round on your on your team. Um, that's what that's the <laughs> that's the level of analysis that you're gonna get here. But um, in case you're new. Um, haven't watched one of the shows, anything like that. It's officially freaking 2022 best ball season. So every weekday, Monday, Monday through Friday, we will be doing content around this time. The schedule is on the website. Um, there's a different show every single day. Mondays and Fridays are when we do drafts. Silas will be joining me on, on Mondays. And then Rob has the show tomorrow, which I actually don't know what, uh, what the, the the plan is for for tomorrow's show hopefully rob uh is actually doing his job that would be good um but silas anything anything else uh you got before we get out of here uh no i think uh we'll touch on what i wanted to talk about next week perfect all right guys um enjoy and en- enjoy the drafts we'll definitely be doing a lot of stuff once the schedule comes out which is thursday thursday right is the 12th, uh, the 12th. so it, is that thursday yeah, I'm losing track of days. I'm bad. I'm on that. vacation. I'm on vacation Wednesday. Yeah, Friday. exactly. Like, it's all exactly. Um, but somebody had asked in the chat earlier about what do you think about the schedule? We will. I promise you, we will get into all all the schedule stuff. That's going to be that's our big, you know, kind of next next key date of of the off season. We'll get into all that very very shortly in just a few days. But uh, for Silas and for myself, we will see you guys next week. Yeah.